on this lovely 88 Lionsgate portal. And it is active until the 12th or the 13th of August, but the peak is on this 88. And it's numerology, and therefore, you know, 8 is where you've been working on things and you are working. When you look at the 8 of Swords, in 4D terms for people who are not in their enlightenment, so age group or at least 5D. And so anyone who's 5D is a pure consciousness person, means you unconsciously love yourself and humanity. You have flaws, I have flaws, we all do. It's called learning to be a grown-up, and that's why we can do fuck you, fuck you, and hug it out. So people don't really uh, hold on to grudges, you know, this thing that others do. So... People who are 5D, mystics or not, are the ones who obviously tune into IHP content because otherwise they cannot inspire human potential. Uh, you inspire people that are motivated. And the only way a person's motivated is if they choose their own self. So to be yourself means that you are you, a person. And the addition of spiritual spirituality is part of the human experience. So you begin as a person with your background and with your family and then as you move into your teenage years some people that i know they began having a relationship with the metaphysics as a tourism land as teenagers i know i had teenage friends in that i was not into any of it in fact i was only into my school and jesus of course i had catechism so not of course but for me of course and my regular listeners so I was happy and dandy and still am happy and dandy with the word unconditional love because that's what Jesus represents and the essence of God always has been also creative and unconditionally loving. The part about learning how to use the gift of life was very easy also. It's called free will. So the knowledge of making a choice between quote-unquote good and evil was that evil needs to be loved uh, so that it can come back on over to experience life in its wholeness. And in fact, when you look that evil does not exist, an enlightenment mystic will let you know it's in your mind's eye and there's a collective consciousness that still believes in it. So, of course, there are still plenty of aspects to uh, evaluate, not for this channeled guidance, but in general, when you understand the word collective consciousness, and there are a couple of neuroscientists and physicists that I've seen them talk about this on the well or big think. And one of them is coming to my mind as they explained, this was actually a biologist who was talking about intelligence, in fact, yeah, so something biologist. So people who understand particles, and so they understand the Newtonian particles as well as small particles. That's why quantum physics can explain everything. But this is why we need Sabine, the lovely lady who talks about physics in a way that makes it relatable. And her existential physics book is really great. I haven't started it yet, but that's a great place to start. Long story short, my 5D peeps know this already, meaning intuitively they know they're not anointed. Nobody's anointed. None of us are anointed because that is a word that... The people who are only within the religious institutions might use from the past, and maybe they'll go get anointed, I don't know, but not those who are, again, expanding consciousness. Excuse me again for my regular listeners. So those of us here, we know when we get clairs that it's not because we're special, is what I'm trying to get at, which is why for our Lionsgate portal, 
even when you've been in the middle of the metaphysics as a terrorism. So as I was saying, as a teenager, I did not actually even believe in reincarnation or uh, in other topics, but it was because not only the absence of books and people that are subject matter experts, but also because of only learning about specific topics. And so here's where some people use the word change. Oh, well, now you do believe, so you've changed. No, if I am in the absence of knowledge of something, I cannot be considered changed or unchanged. I don't know shit. It's a different story. I'm ignorant, like with geography. Ask me about the geography, and I can visualize this lovely earth. Don't ask me about cities, because I did miserably in my high school class when we'd every day have to come in and Oh my gosh, I always hoped I would not get called to point out one of those, wherever it was, and that we were trying to learn, we had to learn about the favorite food or the whatever state food. Or Oh my gosh, never did I actually memorize any of it. And no, I didn't even try because I was like, why am I going to bother? I just look it up in a book or eventually Google and there you go. Some people find that, uh, what's the word, mm, ignorant, and I'm okay with that, which is why we will take on the word of stupid and be like, yep, you can put it on my forehead, I'm A-okay, and some people say, well, that's lazy, and we'll say, well, you know what, yeah, it is lazy, and I'm going to stay lazy, and so there you go. That's considered also by some childish, and we are always loving to be that two-year-old and say, well, then there you go, here's another word, do you want to add to the list of words? that you are going to tell me is your perception of me for you because I'm going to love having all those stickers all over me and every time I meet you I'm going to know that I'm stupid and ignorant and lazy and how many and let me have fun with it so when you're a grown-up that's how we have fun with our family we actually even go there and that's why sometimes you're like are you done yet because they will notice that we're having fun and we'll notice that they're getting pissed and we're like well these are words you've told me i am I'm, I'm just enjoying the conversation right now i don't know why you're getting pissed about it oh because i'm not actually trying to learn geography oh i see so it's because i'm not doing the thing you want me to do so i'm not being a good boy or girl or they is that what it is family of wherever you are strangers because you know kid can be random strangers there's our adaptive children when they're projecting their complete projection of what they think other people should look like. And it's like, I'm not you. Maybe you didn't gather that, but I'm okay with your projection. That's why I put stickers all over it. So I can look in the way that you're telling me with your own words what I'm supposed to look like. Are we done with the stickers yet? Because I'm actually having fun. I know you're not anymore, but I'm having fun right now. So which one do we want to do? Uh, poking no I'm not poking a bear I literally am not you've used all these labels consistently throughout the years of our knowingness I'm just what you're telling me I am and that's how we don't get merged and squished into puzzles but we clearly adhere to the labels and lists of words that people the ones who don't notice they're the cutest ones ever I love those people because they actually do believe you're all those things <laughs> so they're like yeah yeah you are stupid it's like wow this is amazing because then they're all at ease. Now that you've admitted that you're stupid, they feel comfortable being themselves. Now they're like, oh, I can be stupid too. No, that's not the case. They're the smart ones, remember? Okay, so here's our 8-8. The 5D people with this 8-8, this is where we're at with the Enlightenment Soul Age group, that is. Uh, the other ones, no, we have, oh, don't even get me started on the labels that 4D give us or 3D or, oh, lo and behold. So let me get to our channel guidance <laughs> more than all of this stuff. 
when you are a functional adult of yourself, you actually do have fun because that's what life is about. And we don't need a sad guru, but he's um, amazing. I love having him out there. As he will have pointed out, if you want to achieve enlightenment, like him, like Jesus, like whatever, he also says Buddha, I think, is the name. And so do a lot of other people, neuroscientists. It's very straightforward. It's called you optimizing your human brain. So moving into integration of the mind, though, requires you to also move towards restorative embodied self, which for some people it's a bit more of a deal because they have the unresolved trauma memories that come up. And again, we're going to put that one to the side and leave it alone. Just have compassion. When people gaslight, ghost, manipulate, and do all that stuff, it's because they have unresolved trauma. If you've not gotten good psychoeducation, that's why you still believe in evil and not knowledgeable about what it means to have heartbreak gut wrench and a defectiveness shame button that is always on for those who don't move into a love button and so leave it alone they'll leave you alone once you have enough of the stickers that they've labeled you it doesn't matter how they've stickered you it doesn't matter what has taken place physical threat is the only thing a functional adult will care about and we are smart enough to stay away from anybody who has a weapon in their hand or that actually gets into an energy that will be very clear the sooner than the later. So here's where, and we're going to move into Loveland. Uh, doesn't matter how old you will have been, if you will have learned from your teenage years or whatever it is at any point in time with the love cycle, not the other way, love cycle people, you will learn very straightforwardly how to define what you are going to consider okay and what you're going to just immediately cut off because see the thing about physical life and cherishing it is that you're not messing around so while others can say you're a scaredy cat you're a scaredy cat you're going to fall for that shit maybe once and then you're going to be like Hi, i'm going away from you all because i am enjoying life and i want to grow up to be old and you don't i do so long story short, unless you're like in, what is it, the Back to the Future where he's a moron and lets that dude, what is it, three times, all of them, the first, the second, and the third, he gets triggered when he gets called the name. You know what I thought of teenagers after just seeing it for the one, you know, there was one year I was like not really clear on it. After that, you're like, okay, yeah, this is all bullshit. And you're all actually not even meaning to become friends. You don't care about each other's anything. But I was like, well, they're kids. They don't know what they're doing because the grown-ups would say, you're all kids. You don't know what you're doing. And then you grow up and you figure, oh, wow, they're not grown-ups yet, but they think they are. So, again, people who know the difference between what is a physical life threat will maintain a very, very smart way of thinking, which means I'm not going to do that, 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 or that. I'm not going to go over there, 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 there. Some people don't get this opportunity. But they can eventually, if they get a hold of people who want to help them, and there are plenty, those of us who are called educators, who try to teach people, don't get sucked into some cult, please. Don't believe that anybody can solve anything or heal you from anything either. And no, don't believe. B-E-L-I-E-V-E. And I am a Reiki practitioner. It's called energy work, and it's not something to believe in, although some people don't, and that's okay. They can go to a regular doctor. I'm happy for them. There's plenty of them. Now, let's make sure it's a good one, because if you get a bad one, there are plenty of people, unfortunately, there's been shit happening, right? So, long story short, there are good practitioners in any field, and there's also the not-so-great ones. Everybody can make mistakes, some people just don't care, but the ones who do care, they learn and they don't make them anymore because they don't feel good once they've made a mistake, like a doctor who actually 
screws with somebody's life, instead of sitting in shame or making pretend they don't, they're going to take their ass into, you know, let me get better at whatever I'm doing. And they're going to feel a lot of upset, but they're not going to become identified with their greatest mistakes. So smart people know how to know we are all flawed and imperfect. None of us are actually fucked up unless we are. And if we were, we're going to be with a psychiatrist for sure. So as long as you maintain a day-to-day life, you're a person who has relationships with people, let's be compassionate to the ones who have a harder time. And when it comes to the system, we all know it needs fixing and everybody's doing their best, the ones who talk to each other, not the ones who yell. So on that note, 5D land is where we create together, not separately, and it's all humanity, not just some. And so there, it's one globe, and we don't care if they think it's flat or not. We're caring about right now getting the globe to keep on having good air, good water, and good food. And then hopefully to get that system updated with the people behind the scenes. And then also the education and also the science and all of it. So let's get it together. There's no ancients that are going to stay in the ancient land. If they're smart, they're going to go to science and bring science and ancients together. Yogic science. So lo and behold, as we move into 8-8. Beautiful. Putting into practice your blend of unconditional love. Whatever pure consciousness you are in it's going to be something that has been exponentially increasing the joy you have for life and all of human beings you're not isolating if you're isolating you're not yet in 5d spectrum you don't have to be it's okay it's your life you get to live it however you want but if you're isolating it means you're staying in your adaptive child ego which means you're making up excuses for why it's okay to pout and be upset at people and to have what is called the dislike feeling in your body, which is not going to go anywhere, and it's going to stay there. So if you want to stay in the land of the two-year-old with the dislike, you're not going to learn how to implement the inner growth mindset. You're not going to learn how to navigate life from your heart. You're not even going to learn how to navigate your flow because your dislike is going to screw with all of that up because you're already only in your fight-flight-freeze. Your safety behavior, nervous system's response, which you've done nothing except for pout and maybe sit for yoga two minutes or eight. I don't care how many hours, but if you dislike humanity, you've not done anything different with your body yet. Because the minute you say that is the minute that you are in a safety behavior and your brain doesn't differentiate apparently between the difference of a physical life threat and a belief difference system and ideas. So if you're going to react to different belief systems with a safety behavior slash maladaptive response because it's an adaptive child who's going to project their idea of how the world should be, please, again, go tune in somewhere else. You're 15 minutes in. Shoo-shoo. Bye-bye. It's not love language what you want to do. What you want to do is prove you're right, which is what adaptive children do. They're harsh and forgiving. They also live in a brain that doesn't optimize itself and a body that is under stress. And we don't have room here for lions who don't know how to roar love. And the pure sadness or fear, very straightforward, very easygoing. Again, it's a playground. It's not a training ground. So family, you love them. We all have quirks. Okay. And so let's begin with the quirk land. When we have quirks as adults and true adults, because obviously the teenagers, they can get here. Teenagers, their brain develops until the age of 25 for biological women And then until the age of 27 for biological men, the executive decision makers of our brains, our physical brains, complete complete to develop. And that's all the information we have up till now. That might change since technology updates us and empirical data continues to be built. 
And on that note, some talk about the infinity of 8, 8, because 8 has that type of infinity, so it's a double infinity. And obviously, for our lovely Oversoul in its entirety, the ones of you who are here, your butterfly transformation, if you do come out of a defectiveness, heartbreak, gut wrench, shame cycle, so let's say you did have um, addictive behaviors, maladaptive slash safety responses to your unresolved trauma. You've come to terms with whatever karma has come up, and that's in the past leading up to this time. You've made some very important changes in a good way. You're not isolating yourself. You're actually knowing how to address the individuals from your past that you do have an awareness did not necessarily have your best interest at heart because they're not really well either, meaning that they have this unworthiness, shame, adaptive child. So they were in the same boat as you were because if you had a shame cycle, you were in the Maya land and that's where you've taken ownership of these blinders that are fault, shame, blame, revenge, whatever lying, uh, cheating, stealing, no stealing, of course, physically. I mean, if you did and, you know, you didn't get caught, don't do it again. If you did get caught, then you went to prison and hopefully you can learn how not to do it again. I know money is an issue for some. It's a very important one, but hopefully you can try to maintain because otherwise, how are you going to participate in life? If you don't maintain a way to stay as part of the system, you can't affect it. So this is where adults want to bring tomorrow. They don't sit and say, I'm not going to take ownership. They sit, they take ownership, they trust in each other. The lamest excuses are, I won't take ownership because the system is flawed. Now, we're not going to go into hypotheticals. I was thinking about some stories, but I'm not going to use it here because it's unnecessary. I know none of you are most likely in any type of that or hopefully if you are again please don't if you don't participate to the system you can't help the world if that is one of your equations if you want to be with people you can't be with people allow yourself to know that this is that lifetime and um so again it would be something you will have become aware of that you want to be with people not isolated so it's important for you to make a dent in a good way and you can intellectually speaking you've mastered your own self, as I said. So you're saying goodbye and you have had the, you know, when you have a flag of truce. And so whoever and however many people you did have that you obviously were in a limited eight of swords with and the eight of wands and the eight of um, coins. And when we got the eight of cups, so eight of cups, you walked away from that which does not bring you emotional fulfillment. You've also walked away from limiting your mind to um, a place of limitations. And you're knowing how to use a mind in the Eight of Swords that recognizes we can't always know what's next, but we can take off that blindfold, look behind us, and then move into that territory and know that it's a little bit scary because it's unknown. Okay? So it's a little bit uncomfortable. And when you get to the Nine of Swords, it's not too bad because, again, if you are 
tapped into your inner growth mindset that means you're tapped into your heart your heart body your values your mind your physical your energy body you're aligned so you have heaven in your body now so you're a zen master of yourself okay this means you're grown up functional adult so it's easy to not have triggers doesn't mean you don't ever have your charge states come up this is the part you still have a two-year-old i do too and we all have moments where things can come up so it's more of you recognize that um, no person is evil. They're all people. If they're not able to be grown-ups, that's because they don't have the ability to be their own safe haven, secure base yet. So they don't know how to follow their own dreams and their own heart and to speak direct communication. So they don't know how to be their own lovers and they don't know how to be lovers with each other either because lovers don't treat each other like babies, at least not in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. So we're not like, ooh, let me tell you how to be you. So we're in a very different energy. <laughs> Nowhere near that. Uh, in fact, let's talk a little bit about that one. The energy of the people who are functional adults, and so Enlightenment Soul Age group individuals, when they're in relationships, they're not hiding things from each other in any way, shape, or form. They are not afraid of getting into very heated and very passionate discussions. No hands involved. Doesn't mean we don't get angry. Doesn't mean there's not emotional triggers, no. So this is the part where a person who's comfortable with their self, independently from culture, so independently from wherever your background is, because I'm channeling for enlightenment, soul age group, and or 5D potential mystics, and I'm also channeling for those who want to be consistent in their enlightenment vibration as functional adults who walk with people. This means you build mindful relationships and more. Okay, we're looking to build community of grown-ups. means we can get passionate. Okay, so I'm specifically channeling for people who want to be passionate, not the ones who need to hide about anything. There is a way that you gauge the difference, and I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking no hands, nobody touches anyone ever. This is a no-no. You're having a conversation that gets passionate. This is not a discussion. Conversation means you ain't trying to prove you're right. You're sharing your opinion. And they're sharing their opinion. When two people share their opinions passionately, there is a huge difference because it can be a passionate discussion infinitely. It's a lovely double infinite, okay? So it means that, well, it also would mean a lot of other things which obviously aren't necessarily going to take place. And so we're going to put that one to rest because you'd need people who are intellectually interested in similar aspects and topics and then that actually have fun talking about it and that's where you find most people try to prove stuff not talk so this is the difference but what i was trying to get to is the lovers that are zen masters they are solo polis if they're mystics because they also have their oversoul and a lot of bonds that stay forever because we don't do separation consciousness so we'll have important people that are part of our life and we will not be dictated on who to put to the side or not because that's what solo poly is it's you don't tell me how to live my life i'm my own life partner and you're your own life partner 
and we can bring the two life partnerships together, but they're not going to merge. They're going to link, which is where they can link, unlink, link, unlink. It's okay. We don't have to do everything together all the time. So people who actually don't have fear of losing each other can do this, which is also why they don't refuse the cup that is handed to them of compassion. And that is because they don't actually refuse love. If they refuse love, they're not 5D. Refusing love means you are a safety behavior person, means that you are fear behavior, means that there is unresolved trauma, means there is a insecure attachment plus trauma. It's not a bad thing, it's a thing. It's called emotional insecurity. The Zen master will notice it, try to equate conversations, which is where we will figure out, again, if they're moving into Zen mastery with you or not. And so, long story short, those of you who had to put to the side certain people, it is because they were not moving into Zen mastery with you. And as you realize this was not ever going to happen, and as you then unfolded a lot of other aspects that were a bit burdensome because you know it's not nice to be um, a person who tricks yourself and that's where when people refuse compassion and love and that's what happens to some people they will then realize what they turned away because you know when you can compare and contrast what love is you're going to notice the difference between true love, which is pure, versus what is not love, because you cannot be a person who is in a state of love if you're not in a body that has insula lit up, temporal junction, amygdala, prefrontal cortex. And the order was not ordered, but all my regular listeners know what actual order it is, and that ventral vagal nervous system. So a person can only be with that oxytocin gene hormone on when you are in a state of physiological compassion, which means that I see you and you see me, and we can sit together, whether in silence or in debate, passionately, forever and ever and ever, and we feel at our heart that we can be ourselves with all of those flaws. So when a mystic, for example, is accepted with and I'll use me as the example, with the mysticism stuff, and taken with a level of compassion and seriousness and actual appreciation. Appreciation is important between relationships because if you don't appreciate each other, then that's going to feel like there's not a mental, emotional, and physical appreciation right you're going to notice it and there's not a oh you like more you want more of it okay in that sense so it's not about thanking it's do you want more of me or not okay so some of you have recognized the difference between what is again true pure love and what is not and that's why it's not ever pleasant to be awakened in that kind of way, but it does happen to those who come out of the shame cycle and out of Maya land, because there will have been choices made based on, I'm defective, I'm broken, I'm undeserving, I'm to blame, I'm a problem, I'm the one who's always wrong, so there will be a way for people like that 
unfortunately to fall in the hands of the ones who are enamored with their own light when it comes to any of those yoga practices ayurveda um, what other reiki there's all the in the in the in between the tarot readers anyone who's intuitive if they're 4d they think that they're a light meaning that they attract to them people that need rescuing those of us who know we're all light workers raise your hand right here when I say light workers, we're all eight plus billion people light workers because we're all light, we're all energy. So the 4D, they think of themselves as special. And when they have partners, they will let their partners know that they're special and that their partners are apparently not. Or basically that they need to follow their light because they know what they're doing. And, and so it's not a partnership. That's like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> not a partnership. That's for sure, but people, again, who have defectiveness, it's because they are actually hiding from their true self because that zero to seven month old doesn't have the ability to come up as a voice. It's not verbal. And that's the part of why, as I said, it's a rude awakening. For some, it was, because it's no longer. The awakening happened a while back where you clearly realize okay i'm worthy of love for sure uh yes i have some quirks but i'm not that bad and okay person whoever you are because at this point it's basically like okay you need to be out of my life now because i'm an, i'm 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 done with you so there's a realization of enough is enough and you know it's uh, bittersweet one of those bittersweet aspects because also whoever and however many of these people you are leaving behind you thought that they were the one for some of you but you realized you had chosen with an adaptive child that projected an image and then some also chose just to spite uh, that this is where it gets a lot of you know how children they're angry because the parent is right kind of thing so they'll be like no you're not right i'm right i want to be right that that's the kind of energy but if you're an actual grown-up you know that it's not that okay no data 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 nobody chooses to have uh, trauma nobody chooses to be blinded in Maya land so we use a lot of different ways to talk about topics but this is where remembering the somatic experts is important I use them to keep me in mind and to keep me in this leveled we're human beings, so you're oversold. They're all parts of the same fabric, and so they're all family, even the ones who can't talk. <clears throat> and on that note, uh, as I was trying to move into, your newfound independence is one that is beautiful. There's a shining of the lovely light and moon together, right? So the sun and the moon, excuse me, and those are masculine and feminine energies. And when you are in that alignment, the functional adults, your integrated minds, so you're working more and more towards being a queen and king of cups. You know how to nurture your own expansion of consciousness at this point, And you know how to keep on moving into more of you. And that's practically, right? So in your relationships. So following your actual thoughts is easy even if it's in a eight of swords you know okay i'm in a new spot right now so i'm trying to 
balance myself out and that nine of swords and ten of swords is not excruciatingly painful for anyone those are my people in love cycles you're out of the shame and you're out means you can share your shame story okay so you're not one of those who are like no how dare you say it's that simple to get out of no and nobody said it was simple there's choices and for those who feel it's that hard there's a somatic experiencing trauma therapists they're good ones because they'll work with your body so if you had a kundalini awakening they can help you and it's a long journey though please don't listen to the shaman who says don't go do therapy because he's wrong and or she and or they and really nobody should be telling you not to do something that means they're trying to tell you how to do your life and they're also excluding you from getting good mental health so what you want to hear is find a good mental health professional because there is a difference and then also do the shaman fire ritual if you want but allow yourself to know the importance of having good somatic experiencing or somatics and or neuroscience and or psychiatric therapists so the ones who don't accept the world of spirituality you don't have to go to them i get it the ones who actually do accept the aspects of spiritual and spirituality it's great to have them but make sure they have in their background somatic experiencing somatics and neuroscience because you want a well-rounded professional that means they care about what they do so they're consistently educating and upping their education and amplifying the fields of the mental health because community of minds is not just one note Okay, if they know the Daniel Siegel hand model, then they know about the neuro, interneurobiology. So that's a good sign, that one. So they'll know about how to work with the mind. If they know about polyvagal theory, Dr. Stephen Porges, good sign. They know about your body. If they know anything about somatics, another good sign. Doesn't matter if they do stellar constellations. If they don't have basics and more with the psychotherapy stuff, they're not enough of the science. So you want more science unless, because the spiritual stuff is an extra tool. It's great to have. Again, we tap into the energetic sphere, but if you have a small window of tolerance or if you have stuff that you notice is repeating, you want somebody who works with you on a human level, not on the other stuff. The other stuff comes naturally and easily. And even though some would beg to differ, I beg to differ. And again, nobody should be telling you to exclude anything be all inclusive all subject matters matter make sure you find the ones who love what they do you'll know because they still learn about what they do and they don't say to you i know everything no no they'll say i don't know everything here's what i do know they will not say this is not true they will say well according to the research that i've found so far well according to these parts of my colleagues and those colleagues over there so they talk to you like a grown-up does they don't dictate to you what to do this is the same with partners. They don't dictate to you what the fuck to do in your life. And if you have anybody doing that and you're accepting it, well then, again, I would say you're not a 5D anything because the fact that you let somebody talk to you like that, like, I don't think so. But some people, excuse me, they do want that. And so let me leave it alone because some people are not in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. But again, I do channel specifically for those who want to be their grown-up version have nothing against children loving each other as adults. Uh, that's the adaptive children. Children are very nice to each other. In fact, they actually know way better than adults how to say 
let's fight and then hug it out because, you know, at least some, I don't know about maybe today their parents aren't teaching them that anymore. But as a child, I remember learning how to, it's okay, sometimes children do things, but they're not mean, they're children, they don't know how to handle their emotions. When you've moved into knowing how to handle your emotions and how to nurture your own health, this is where you have moderation with sex, food, alcohol, drugs, for those who do drugs, I don't personally, but I know of people who love to talk about their psychedelic experiences and da 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 da. And so that's for them, not for some of us, but again, moderation and your relationship to the substance, your relationship to the external. You will take ownership, my emotional, mental relationship to something. I'm not going to go tell a smoker, you don't smoke anymore, it's bad for you. I did that as a kid, and once they were telling me, you shouldn't do that, you smoke too. I was telling it to a person who was pregnant, and the person said their doctor said it's better if they smoke one or two versus none at all because their body would go through a shock and that would hurt the baby. You have contradicting information always with these doctors, and at the end of the day, anybody who wants to be a butthead and say, I know what the right thing is, is a person who's not an adult yet, and they can go suck it quote-unquote, sit with their little group and think they know everything. Because, again, lions who roar, we're not roaring with them. We're going to shut it because we don't really want to let people in on a little secret. Apparently, they don't know they got a two-year-old ego, and it's not a Krishna Leela one. It's a pain-in-the-ass one that nobody wants to be around because adults like to have fun. So as children, because children are children, you know, those of us who are actually already emotionally mature... We figure it out quickly as teenagers. Again, all it takes is about a year to figure out, oh my gosh, you're all very much not consistent, not safe, don't know what you're doing and how you're using your time. But So on this lovely double eight, again, double infinity, the ones who have mastered to be their self, you have mastered that it's okay to say no. And it's okay to explain and what you've even learned to do is not to feel that you should be ashamed or that you should feel guilty or that you should feel, um, what's the word, I'm sorry for, that you should justify that you have different emotions or different thoughts or you have different things you want to do. You'll have learned how to move out of that adaptive child emotion and completely out of the inner child that felt I need to satisfy mommy or daddy otherwise. And, and again, it's a long journey. That's why it's a very deep journey. Um, the ones who have blinders, I'm picking you up. So I'm, I'm right now focusing on you. The ones of you who were quote-unquote tricked. You're not tricked by your own self. You did not self-sabotage. You were not ready for the actual love that was presented to you whenever this was, if this is you. And it is sad. It's very sad because, uh, you know, it just it sucks when things like that happen and you don't know how to speak up because fear is too overwhelming. But with the clarity, again, now you share your shame story, meaning you share your vulnerability you share your heart. If this is you, you share your heart. It's not ripping off a band-aid. If you've realized as an adult that you can't actually choose to self-sabotage, 
that you have been able to, up till whenever it is you gained clarity, to work on being in the spot of knowing you are actually worthy. There's only so many ways that a person can um, lie to themselves. Life continues to present to us the aspects that will bring us to expand. This is why some people, they do stay in other soul age groups and they do stay in 3D, 4D. And that's the part of where, for those of us who are Purusha Prakriti, pure consciousness, unconditional love, and pure energy, because that's a human being who taps into the optimized version of our brains and bodies, I always see potential in any person. But I understand the psychoeducation and that modulated and dysregulated bodies need to walk out of hell and they need to understand this with the therapist or with some basic psychoeducation, otherwise they won't get it. I also know that people choose their journey. So those who stay in 4D, it's because they believe people can curse them and that energy vampires exist and they believe in conspiracies. The people that stay within 3D, they want the Middle Ages and the Stone Age and Scarlet Letter to be what is. They don't like the idea of polyamory. They don't like the idea of new types of families. They don't like anything of what is now. This is a very straightforward. They don't understand it. It scares them and it's because they were raised in a certain way. It's not because of a demon and it's not because of not a demon. Let them talk about Reiki as a demon. We know it's not true. The common sense people know that's not true. The common sense people will say, you know, I don't believe in it. But once the physics shows it eventually, oh, it is energy. You know, that's how they're going to do. Oh, okay. So it's going to become something normal. This is where the 4D don't like to think it's normal. They want to keep thinking they're witches. Nobody's a witch. <laughs> They all will have had remembrance of their past. I've had remembrance of my past. I've done Akashic Record readings. You know this. I have seen people that actually were most likely at least one of the people that I've done Akashic for were within a circle of what was potentially witches. So long story short, um, your ego does get in the way. This is true, but it's not in the way it's that it's only when you, the person, again, tuning in, were ready to dissolve your unworthiness shame button. So there's a certain amount of ways that a person will um, allow themselves to go through and be treated before they awaken. They have to see the difference is what I'm trying to get to. So if you don't notice compassions and masters, you can't notice who's not. Once you do, there you go. Bittersweet, as I said, but it's not the end of the day because you're proactively taking matters into your own hands and doing whatever it is that you're wanting to do to heal those relationships that you do know you want in your life because they're going to uplift you. And that's actually the heart-to-heart -heart conversations that some of you are going through or having or thinking about having it's you offering the cup that you refused if you will and that's because you actually want to interact and bring back to your emotional and mental plane those people who do have the ability to be compassionate and if they are zen masters and they are pure love then you know already that there's not going to be any issue 
right? So here's where it's like my friend. I gave you the story, my one friend. When he reached out to me and I was the one who chose not to speak to him, he knew I wouldn't say no because we know each other when we're family. So we know that people who are unconditionally loving, that's what they are. And in fact, here's where I think I've told you the story before, but in this same two days where him and I have talked, I learned something from my friend, which is he's a buffoon because he was afraid. And to this day, he's a buffoon and he fears rejection. In fact, he's basically found his solace. But at the time, I realized that all clowns basically behave like he does because they're afraid of rejection. And so that gave me more compassion towards humanity and all people. And in fact, it stuck around. But what I was trying to get to is when he sat with me and we discussed, he apologized for his behavior because he did know he was doing shit on purpose. Uh, but he also said, I don't know how you can do this, how you can be here after I treated you like I did. And I said, what do you think friends are for? Did you think I meant it for pretend that I'm your friend? So... I said, I'm not doing anything except for giving you my time and I'm happy that you reached out and that you're not going to go through shit alone. And I'm happy we cleared it up. It took two days. I actually was still very pissed at him the second day. But uh, this is where the universe or life likes to happen. So here I'll share this story as we end. Again, we all mature. So those of you who are matured, it's very easygoing what you get to move into on this lovely 8-8 and what you're getting to move into. Whatever was from the past was rocky, but you've had enough practice to where you've mastered how to use your emotional, mental, and physical energy in a way that optimizes your equanimity, the ability to say no and not feel guilty, the ability to uh, balance out if there were any addictive behaviors, gambling, drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever it is that potentially was a part of the equation compulsively clean, too much clean eating, too much extremism of some sort, okay? So these are all things that are handable by a person who moves into their integrated mind, restored embodied self. This is an actual thing. And some, again, do it with a therapist. Some don't. They're able to do it all on their own. The love cycle people, come on over. This is for you too. So all of the love cycle people, we're all at ease. We're growing our relationships. And we have expansive, expansive relationships. And so being able to say no is very easy. And when people get upset at your nose, you're like an adult. You're able to explain so sorry that you feel this way, but this is actually why. And here's where I have something else I can... So there's not a having to cancel anybody from your life, by the way. When you talk, again, you talk passionately. So we don't cut our oversoul up. We allow expansion to happen. So for the love cycle and the ones of you who moved into the love cycle, we say no, but that doesn't mean it's a no and that's it. No, we, we basically present... The equation. So like with my friend, I didn't say no. I presented here, 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 here. And this is how we want to move forward in our friendship. And this is the real deal. Otherwise, I have no interest. And I also shared some other aspects. So you share and arrive in the middle. That's what grown-ups know how to do. And that's practice because we choose to be direct in our communication, heart-to-heart. And actually, uh, it's beautiful to have heart-to-heart. 
It's really beautiful when people can hug. And that's a very beautiful thing because you care. You care enough to want to move into solidifying the relationship. With my friend, what I was trying to share, the funny story was that by the second day, I was still in a upset, quote-unquote, there was still the five years of stuff being processed. And uh, we had this incident where their car wouldn't start. And they had to go home. And they also were in the driveway where I needed them not to stay because this driveway, basically all the cars couldn't get out if that car stayed stuck. Long story short, I don't drive. I'm meaning I do have a license actually too, but I don't do driving a lot. So I don't, I'm not always remembering how to do stick shift. And this was in Naples. So long story short, yeah, he's like, okay, we need to push the car up. Obviously, I'm four foot nine. I can't push that car up. And there's not really that much of a hill. So go figure. So we're in a, what is it called? A situation. Like, okay, dude, you know I don't drive. How am I going to do this? I need to not hit the cars. So anyways, to make it short, since we're running out of time, we, he pushed. I tried starting the car. And after, I think it was two or three times, I got it to start. And my friend was actually hanging on to the window, the little window. And, and since we didn't expect the car to go, he basically was dragged a little bit, not too much. But I looked over to my left and my friend was nowhere to be found except for his little hand because <laughs> he'd fallen down. And we both started laughing because obviously uh, he was fallen and I had been able to start the car and so I don't remember if we had to do it again but at that point we knew okay we got this but we were just too busy laughing our asses off long story short what I was trying to get at is that for any one of you who's actually matured enough to where you know nobody's their biggest mistake not us not them meaning no human being that trauma is a very important topic and not enough people know about it because they are too busy staying in the story and staying in resentment and grudges and that's where it's very sad so uh, it's very sad because people don't live forever and it's sad that they throw away friendships and a lot more because they don't know how to talk and just you know talk at the end of the day, we always come together with the people we want in our life. And right now, that's what's happening. So you've learned, those of you who are, again, love to choose yourself. And that's for my all-love cycle people. And that doesn't mean you cancel people. No, you include more people. You just know how to speak like a grown-up. That doesn't mean it's in the absence of anger or opinions. No, you have learned to meet and speak to other grown-ups. And if they're not grown-ups, to say... Thank you, but no thank you. And not even saying it. You just know, okay, this is an immature, emotionally speaking human being. And you'll know it because it is something that gets more and more uncomfortable. So when people don't let you be yourself because they're not adults, they're trying to tell you who to be, uh, it's going to make things challenging for free, loving people. Because you're not here to be another another person. So... That's the difference, is that you have mastered, 8-8, eight, eight, all of you, how to differentiate and link and say, here's who I am, and here's what I like to do. And I like who you are, but here's where we don't match, and here's what we can do and can't do. And so in many different ways, that's what your circle is made of. It's made of people who are 
going to hear, here's who I am and how I feel, and here's what I can bring to our relationship. And they will say, okay, here's what I can bring to the relationship. For those of you who have people you're looking to bring on back on board or, you know, meet, if you're meeting new people, it doesn't really matter. It's going to be the same equation. And if there's anything that's from the past that needs to be addressed with, um, maybe it's a little bit more sensitive. Like I said, my friend had no issue reaching out. And I know that it's because when people know that they're meant to be in each other's lives, they don't hold back. That would mean wasting your life. And if you need somebody who loves you and you know who that is, again, you don't hold back. If you've chosen yourself, it means you know that people who support you will be there for you. There is no fear of rejection. As I was saying, like with my friend, he knew that I would not reject to support him because he knows what type of person I am. And anybody who's Purusha Prakriti, any of you who are only love cycles, you know this too because you will have let your loved ones know I will always be here and I will always love you no matter what. It doesn't matter what you do, my love doesn't change. Love is pure because it's a constant, and that's the 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. It is not something we need to practice. We consistently grow the love we are with our oversoul, all of them. The only people who do saga and drama, they did not begin their journey with love. They began with defectiveness. When they move here, they'll know what we're talking about, and they'll know exactly how to handle their adaptive child that projected upon other human beings and other people in their life their unresolved trauma, their wounds. They'll understand how to handle the emotions of hurt that they threw in the faces of people. If they've actually moved into grown-up land, they will not be ashamed of it. They will be, again, bittersweet. It'll be sad. It's, you know, something that there's like, okay, how to handle it because I know what I did. I know... But if they're a person who has understood their own story, they're not going to hold back. Because this is the part. If you hold back, it means you didn't learn how to be a grown-up of yourself yet. So when people actually understand that nobody is their greatest mistake and that you don't choose safety behaviors, safety responses, you don't choose maladaptive responses, you don't choose unresolved trauma the same way the family and other nervous systems, so the people, the parents, don't choose dysregulated nervous systems. They don't want to have their child be in a space of having addictions. No, that's not a choice. There's not a devil behind it. It's called the nervous system. The science people talk about it. It's called psychoeducation. Get a good psychoeducator. I got references. The mystical world adds to your journey only if you move in the 5D plane. 4D plane, they live a lot of other things. We'll talk about that. But on this 8-8, again, all of you are meeting your own higher fund lovers, so you're actually choosing the optimized version of yourself. Your journey from caterpillar to butterfly is not one that you talk of as torture. You talk of with the honor and respect of a person who understands that you're a person and you will have a family and you have friends, and you have choices that you've made, and so have I, and that we're all flawed and imperfect, and none of us know everything, and we don't have to be ashamed of it, and we don't have to make humanity feel ashamed for not knowing everything either, because that's bullshit. 
the people who keep on wanting to say, no, no, but they know. Mm, yeah, okay, when you can prove it all, but with videotape, come to me. Until that day, you're a bunch of words and I don't need you because I got a book that I can probably go read that'll tell me the story you learned it from somebody. So as long as people want to stay in gossip land, again, we don't really tend to the lines that don't see or hear. Build a relationship that lift you up, the relationships that support each other. We're co-creating. The future is not decided. We get to co-create it. So have love for each other. And this beautiful 8-8 is bringing 5D educators and it's bringing us, the Enlightenment Soul Age Group and 5D mystics to town so that we can be those Zen masters who share with those who want to move on over here how to move into being functional adults, love language, always compassionate beyond a reason, have a wonderful 8-8 portal, there will be more, so stay tuned.